So right before Dark Heel and Lucky break the plane, you know, I'm assuming like the stones are in a circle around it. Right before they break the plane, mm-hmm. um, Bra will scream, "Stop!" There's no shoddies in there. And then I'm assuming. Oh, I assumed Dirk Hill was already in. Oh, in? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll still shout, stop. <laughs> Dirk Hill's already in the middle, and Lucky, Lucky's got a shovel and he's getting ready to put down. Um, but I'll stop. I'll, I'll yell. Yeah. So I'll yell that, but obviously it's a bit too late. But I'll, you, I'll you know. I'll run up to where the stones are and kind of look at them and see see if they've melted or got exploded or anything yet. You told us that the Chinese was out here and we found it. Now you want us to stop. You reneging on the deal, are you? You can have whatever Chinese we find, but it would be better if you were alive to have the Chinese, right? You don't want to What's be... What's that uh, supposed to mean? You're threatening us now? We get you, you all the way out here now. <laughs> now you want to do us in, huh? Did you, you want put, us to dig up the shiny so you could take him? No, I think he put down stones to mark our grave. <laughs> <laughs> so I back up and I very slowly pull the warhammer off my back. <laughs> so then Brar, you know, he's got his staff and then he holds it. He's got the staff in one hand. He's like, no, 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 that's not at all. There's, there's, and then he'll point to the stones. There's 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 warnings on on these stones, uh, to, saying to, st- to be careful, to stay away. That's all kinds of threats on there. I was just I was just looking out for you two. You know, I was just trying to make sure nothing happened so you could get the shinies. All all the books are back there. I'm 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 happy. I got those. I'm trying to look out for you so you guys can get some stuff. So I just wanted to make sure. And then you know he'll see that they've crossed the the stones and they're still there. And he'll kind of, you know, he'll poke at one of the stones, see if it moves. And then he'll, you know, put his staff across the plane between the stones, you know, see if anything happens, you know, wave it up and down. And if nothing happens, he'll he'll say, look, I'll, I'll even come help you guys dig. Right. I'll, I'll come help because I got my stuff in there, but we'll come back in and I'll help you. And then I'll kind of step and try to break the plane between the stones into the circle. I don't know. What do you say? You trust him? I don't. It's hard to tell. It could say warnings. It could say here lie Lucky and Durkel. <laughs> <laughs> how how would I dig a grave, set up stones with both your names on it when I just hired you and we had to spend half a day getting here? It doesn't make any sense. Think. It could be. It could be. Uh, what's that? What's that movie with uh, with Tom Cruise where he keeps reliving the same day over and over again? It could be one of those situations yeah. where yeah. <laughs> they 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 go to the thing, they die, and then Brar tra- uh, Brar time travels back to the day <laughs> before, gets Durkel, uh, Durkiel, and Lucky again, brings them back. <laughs> There's like twenty of their bodies buried in. Here. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll find out real quick as soon as we start thinking. <laughs> There's only that was two a good of idea. Us. I wish I thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> there's only two of us, and there's well, there's more than two stones, so I don't think it's graves. This is true. I don't know math very well, but your <laughs> your math seems sound. He's just like I holding agree. up like seven, eight fingers, right? Like you know, 
<laughs> All his fingers. There's, there's that many, and then there's this many of us. <laughs> That's true. How he pay for us if we dead? <laughs> well, so so then Dirk kind of like pokes Lucky. Says, "How you feel? You all right? He's just like poking you in the in yeah. the gut." Lucky's like, "I feel a little bloated, but otherwise well." He's in the bra saying, "I'm standing in the middle with you guys." So. Start digging. If you want to find your stuff, start digging. And then Brar will go back and look at some of the stones again to see if they say anything else other than just like wards and warnings and stuff like that. So I put the hammer down and I like, I'm digging, but I'm kind of like watching Brar too. <laughs> so he's digging real <laughs> slow. <laughs> yeah, I'll use Lucky will just use his hands and just use them as one big shovel and just start <laughs> throwing stuff <laughs> off to the side. So are we going to uncover Mr. Bones or is Mr. Bones like in in the area? Uh, no, you'll uncover Mr. Bones. OK, OK. I, I didn't want to cut you off if you're like, oh, and, and by the way, yeah, I'm, my bones are like right. They're like right there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so while the two of them it's are digging. Incredibly, we'll say it's an incredibly shallow grave. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. OK, OK. So when while while Lucky and Dirk are digging, you know, Brawl will pull out some paper and like do some, you know, rubbings on the stone, you know, put the paper up and get some charcoal and do the rubbings and stuff like that. And I, you know, I mean, I guess after a couple of minutes, if it's, if it's shallow, it's you know, like chunk, chunk. Hey, I think I found the shinies. And then he gets down with, with Lucky and starts using his hands and like pulling dirt away. Nice. And then I assume it's like an overhead shot of the two of them, right? Like kind of head to head pulling dirt. And then, you know, like Lucky's hands come apart, and as the dirt pulls away, it's just the empty sockets of a skull, like <laughs> the half of the face, right? And it, this, you know, like Dirk kind of like jumps back. Ah, that that's not a shiny. But maybe what's in pockets may be shiny. Should we look for more? I don't know if he's gonna have any pockets. He's just uh, and kind of like you know, moves his hand in front of his face. <laughs> hey, hey, bra. There's uh, well, it's not shinies. Uh, there's there's something else. If you want to take a look, and he kind of like steps away from the skeleton. Uh, so bra will kind of turn around and look over. Uh. And then when he sees, you know, he kind of sees the skeleton there. He'll kind of run over and say, okay, both of you get back. Dirk Hill, you stand there. And Lucky, you stand there. So, you know, so the um, where you were taking, you're just on either side of, you know, the hole that you dug. And stand still. Be quiet. No talking. Just stand there for a minute. And then he'll... Once Pull they're standing out a brush there, and a little shovel and a trowel, <laughs> <laughs> he'll um he'll, he'll see where they're standing and he'll 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 go into the dirt and draw a circle around each of them, um, where they're standing and say, "Don't step out of this. It's very important. We have to figure out what's going on here. So don't step outside the circle." And then he'll step back, almost you know, so a point. So there's like a triangle that the, the three of them make around where the skeleton is and then <clears throat> brar will stand there and then crouch down and draw a circle around himself and then stand up 
and then he'll look to you know Dirk Hill and Lucky and each of them and point at him and said, "Remember, don't move, and no talking until I tell you from now." And then got it. Oh wait, no way, no got it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no talking. Understand? And then he'll point to Dirk Hill. No talking, no moving. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then point to Lucky. Right? No moving, no talking. Lucky puts his hand over his mouth. <laughs> It's all covered with dirt and everything. (laughs) Okay, from now. And then, you know, he'll stand up. You know, he'll get back up from his crouch in his circle. And then he'll start casting a... Yeah, no, he's not going to raise the dead. Speak with the dead. He's going to cast a speak with the dead spell. Sweet. So from that point on, then, uh, uh, I'm just just breaking the action. I'm actually going to start the timer. And then... However, Mr. Bones wants to come alive, react to what's going on. You decide from there how to go, and then we'll just interact. Yep. All right. Uh, here we go. Go ahead. Okay. So then Brar finishes his spell. He does all kinds of mumbo jumbo. And then he just says to the skeleton, is this your farmhouse? And there's uh, there's kind of like a, a, a wind through the uh, like a, a a a gentle breeze that blows, and uh, and the the voice almost like carries on the breeze itself, and so it says, "Yes." Lucky Lucky looks right to Dirk Heel, and then looks to Brar, and then looks to the looks to the skeleton, and it's like Lucky don't like this no more. Lucky would like to go home. I don't. I think I think the ground is lava. You can't leave the circle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we are one mind, dear Keel, because I was going to ask if I can leave Circle too, but I am scared too. Don't leave the circle. You'll break the spell. If you want shinies, now's your chance to find out if there are any shinies here, but don't step out of the circle. And we'll keep pointing back to each of them each with each word. Don't step out of the circle. The spell will break. Hey, are there any shinies here? What? Is shinies. Uh, you you got any coins? Any uh, any gems, jewels, treasure? Yeah. I was a farmer. There is no gems here. And he just like stare staggers at Brar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Brar's not too happy with that answer because obviously he's got the books back there, so he's quite happy that he's got what what he wants. Um, so he'll look to the farm, you know, look to the farmer. Uh, he'll ask, "Do if you are a farmer that lived out here, do you have any weapons or armor around?" And he'll kind of look to Lucky and Dirk. He'll kind of like. Eh, see, I'm looking out for you guys. You know, weapons and armor, not just sharp. <laughs> hey, do you have stabby things or smashy things for these two? I kept a spear to fend off the wild boars. To fend off the what? Wild boars. Wild boars. Wow, now I know why this guy died. He used only spear for boar. You need more for more. That sounds like a shirt. 
<laughs> hey, maybe you could work that into your act, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, that breaks the strict donkey material. <laughs> now he starts writing, drawing boars now. <laughs> he squats down in the dirt. Maybe that'll be his second special. First special donkey. Second special boar. <laughs> I okay, hope so- I'm not a boar. So I've asked a couple questions. Durkio asked a question, right? Um, So Brar's getting a bit anxious because obviously Durkio wasn't too happy. Brar tried to assuage him with other stuff, and all I got told was there was a stupid spear. Uh, So he's kind of tugging on his collar and saying, (laughs) uh, "Lucky, why don't you why don't you ask him something?" Uh, what would you like? See, see if he, see if he has anything for you. Why don't you ask him? Yeah, yeah. See, guys, you can, you can join in too. We're, we're a team, right? The three of us. We're, we're three. We're three. We're a team. <laughs> ask, ask the skeleton if he has anything for you. So, skeleton and ground. Besides farming, is there anything exciting about your life because right now I'm very disappointed in what's happening so far with your life (laughs) my life was simple I lived alone and I tilled my field Brar's starting to get a bit antsy now uh, I, if, I have something if you're not or, or go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you go ahead first. So uh, you know, so Brar's looking back and forth between Dirk Heel and and Lucky. He might he, he's a wizard, so he ain't gonna be outrunning either of them, no matter how short Dirk Heel's <laughs> legs is. So he's starting to get a bit worried. But um, you know, he, he's he's antsy and nervous, but um no, he he's gonna ask something, but then obviously Dirk Hill breaks in first. <laughs> he shoots Brar a dirty look whenever the farmer says he's boring and didn't live an exciting <laughs> life, which means you know, no treasure or anything. Um, so yeah, go ahead, Dirk Hill, go ahead and ask him a question. So he says, uh Hey, so uh if everything was so boring, what what happened to you? How did how did you wind up uh back here? I was Murder. Oh, that's a bad lot. Things just got more interesting. <laughs> yeah, so, so Brar hears murder. And then <laughs> Lucky's saying, wow, things got interesting. And he'll start panicking, saying, well, if you're just, you're just you know, like a farmer with, you know, nothing around here, why are you in the middle of this this circle of stones? What's so important? Why are all these stones around you with all these warnings? The village thought they needed protection. From from you? <laughs> All three of us say, what, from you? What protection? <laughs> they thought I was dangerous. Why did they think you were dangerous? While while he says that, um, Brar kind of surreptitiously as he can takes a staff and like draws another circle behind the circle he was standing in, 
and like takes a step back into that circle. So he hasn't broken the circle, but he's <laughs> he's drawn a circle further back from. <laughs> he takes a step back into that circle. We all make choices. I don't really like the sound of this. Are you sure we can't leave these circles? Like, Brar's like, nope, draws another circle. When Brar stepped into his the circle he drew in the back, he then kind of, oh, he can't stick his foot out and break the circle. I was going to say, he kind of covers, you know, he tries to brush out the circle he drew first, so they don't realize he's drawing more circles. <laughs> <laughs> circle. Um, uh, ooh, 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 ooh. So then Brar pulls out like a map that he had. Obviously, this is a map of leading to this place in the farmhouse. Um, and he'll say, are those your books in there? If you're just a farmer, uh, you have quite an extensive uh, array of books that I wouldn't expect you to have. They were. From a former existence. Your former existence? It is a life I made amends for and left behind. Hey, is there any reward for catching the guy that killed you? He's trying to salvage something out of it. Like he's, it, this is like not what he expected. But like I don't know, maybe we can still make some money. No need for amends. They have been dealt with. So obviously, Lucky and Dirk Hill are probably getting a bit antsy, right? So they're they haven't seen any return on investment all their time. I mean, you are paying us. Well, yeah. Hmm. I don't know if it's worth what's going to happen eventually <laughs> here, but... Well, yeah, there is that point, right? Uh, so, um, Brar will, you know, look over to Lucky and kind of, kind of, you know, go, why, why, don't, why don't you ask him something? Ask him if there's anything you want. Yeah. He... He said he had a different life. Ask him if he saved anything from that other life. He might be buried somewhere. Wait, skeleton man. I just <laughs> thought of something. <laughs> Is there something from this previous life that you speak of where there might be something profitable? You say profitable, Dirk Hill nods like, oh, that's a, that's a good word for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, like, after he sees you, like, doing that, he kind of, like, does the same thing, and he's kind of like, why are you doing... Oh, I did! I did! <laughs> and they both, they both start, start doing the money thing, right? Mm, you know? <laughs> My one possession has no price. So, so... Are we allowed the fuck to know is how much that time? supposed to mean? Are we allowed to know? How, are we allowed to know how much time's left? I would guess do, not, right? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually turned my phone down, so I wouldn't even know. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if that was part. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, not to yeah. waste any more. I should time. include yeah. it actually, and I think I probably will. 
yeah just say yeah don't you're not supposed to know okay cool um so then so so yeah when so when dirk hill says that he'll say it was my life's work is it is it is it here is it in the farmhouse it is with me See, I told you, I told you, Dirk Hill. I we look and we find the shiny. So like his eyes, like his head slowly turns to look at the partially uncovered corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, mate. That's uh I mean we found him. Do we wanna dig him up the rest of the way? I would wait until I dismiss my spell. He might not be happy if you start digging. Oh, I'm saying it out loud. He probably can hear. Oh. Um, and I'll shake, I'll shake his head, bra or shake his head and say, I'm, I'm just too distracted. It, it, uh, skeleton, your life's work. Would we be able to utilize it? I would appreciate it. Me no like those words. But he, he is giving us permission to dig him up, though. <laughs> Do I want to dispel the speak with dead? I think he could hear you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so Brar's speaking out loud, right? So he's like, hmm, should I dispel the speak with the dead? Uh, because, as you two know, once you cross the circles, the spell breaks. And he just said his life's work's there, and he would appreciate us taking it. So... I have a question. For the skeleton or for me? I'm looking at skeleton, Brar. You should know this. <laughs> skeleton. <laughs> if skeleton. I were to... <laughs> if I were to... I'm a $20,000 skeleton that costs $500 a month in additional <laughs> subscription fees. <laughs> if, if we find this possession that is your precious would we know how to use it the one with the pointy hat may yes oh then that's fucking bullshit (laughs) (laughs) however (laughs) oh knowledge is not a requirement Oh, yeah, we don't have any of that. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. See, now he's speaking my language. See, I was going to clap my hand and say, all right, gentlemen, let's get going, when he said I can do it. And then (laughs) he said, it doesn't have to be. And he went, oh. Yeah, Lucky Lucky looks at Durkal and like gives him like like turns very slowly to him and gives him like, like a look like, we don't need this other guy. <laughs> <laughs> so Brar will see that look and he'll put his hands up and say, Look, I um I told you guys I we made a deal. The books in the back, that's kind of what I was looking for. Um depending on what's here, if it can be utilized by you guys, that's that's fine. If we can all take part in it. We can come up with a fair division, but um, the books, that's what I was looking for, the books. So don't do don't not let him fool you. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I so want to break he the ring. He wants it all for himself. <laughs> hey, we well, didn't even ask a question, and he's telling he's telling us stuff about you now. Uh, let's uh, we it, we had a deal. We, a deal. We we shook. It, Very deal, interesting. Game no game. Apparently. <laughs> well, I will say this, Lucky. He only gave us half the dough. So, I mean, we do have to get him back to get the rest. Yes. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. Thank you, Dark Heel. And I'm, I said, I'm quite happy for you guys to whatever's there. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Especially it's two on one. You know, I thought this would be a democracy, but obviously you two outvoted me. The books. That's all I want. I'm, you have my, you have my word. Books. That's what I want. What you say is verbal contract. So I will take that as so. <laughs> Dracula just looks like what did you say? <laughs> He's an independent contractor. He's got to know like favor law, right? Lucky is very good. It's very lucky at bringing uh, uh, some smart things to the table every once in a while. Nothing on those shelves is as valuable. Nope, that's it. As my was, Nope, stop talking. <laughs> no, is, no, nothing on the shelves is as valuable as and then it just stops. Yeah. <laughs> and they're the all leaning goes forward. out, the wind dies down. <laughs> yeah. The eerie stillness pervades the clearing. <laughs> Light shines a little bit more. So raven <laughs> <laughs> and bras Eyes are darting back and forth between <laughs> Lucky and Turkey. I guess that's good for you because I was going to ask him if he was telling the truth. Who, me? I, I was telling, we had a deal. I told you, you got the books. That's what I want. Books. I, so, what? Books, scrolls, all that kind of stuff. If these stones were more manageable to take back, I take them back too because they've got writings and stuff on them. But yeah, <clears throat> deals, deal, especially when it's. Three of us out in the middle of nowhere, and you two staring at me like that. A deal is a deal. <laughs> I've got idea. And already a half a hole in the ground. Durkiel, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw nice, sturdy chair back at, at house. Maybe we tie Brar to it with his special books. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Well... Like I said, he's got to pay us the rest when we get back. We could always kill him then. <laughs> and then he's, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" I said that. I said that was there's my outside voice. He <laughs> uh, said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> so then, Braro say, "Look, any relationship is built on trust. I trust you guys. We have a deal. I'm just gonna go back and take a look at those books." You can keep digging. We can stay as late as you want. Go ahead and dig. See what's there. I'm going to go look at the books. But like I said, trust. Contract, binding, as Lucky said. There was no codices on the end. You got half now. I'll pay you the half when we get back. But trust. And he'll do thumbs up. And he'll start walking backwards. <laughs> towards the door. <laughs> Doing the, the bob backwards. <laughs> With the thumbs up the whole time, trust. <laughs> uh, well, I think I think Lucky will like face him and like kind of protect you and be like, you know, he'll say like with his back to you or whatever. He says, 
If you want, you dig. I protect. All right, that works for me. Then he, you know, gets down and, you know, slowly starts with his hands pulling the dirt away, looking for something that sticks out. (laughs) When Bra goes in, there's a window next to the bookshelf. And you 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 hear some rattling and you know him stuffing stuff into a bag, but each time you hear like something come off the shelf, you see Brar's head peek out the window, go back, put a book <laughs> in, and then he peeks his head out the window again. See what you guys are doing. Every time you look, Lucky's a little bit closer to the back door. <laughs> nah. Did he? No. <laughs> um so so what do I find, Jesse? Yeah. So the uh, so we'll say the uh, the like soil on top of the farmer is like kind of dark, almost like ashy. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when you when you like unveil the rest of the, the corpse, there's like deteriorated farmer's clothes, like whatever fabric like cotton is left. But then uh, wrapped um, like laid on top of the corpse is uh, like a rectangular shaped object wrapped up in like a hide, like a like a thin, almost like a vellum type hide. Okay. Um, yeah. So he, uh, no, I I got something here. He's got something wrapped up, and he you know takes out a dagger and. You know, if it's got twine or jute or whatever on it, he cuts it, you know, slowly unfolds all the pieces of the the wrapping to see what it is. It's a book. <laughs> so he opens up, he goes, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and he like he wraps it back up and he's like, hey, hey, Lucky, don't tell him. Don't tell him. It's a fucking book. <laughs> And he like rolls his eyes about as much as you could roll your eyes. And he's like, adventuring is sucky. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but look, like so he gets up and he like brushes himself off and he like, you know, sticks it in a I don't know if he's got a backpack or you know, sticks it under his arm or whatever. And he says, Hey, when we get back, there's that that other guy with the pointy hat in town. Maybe we could sell this to him. Ooh. <laughs> Then we get more shiny. Yeah. And then Brar sticks his head out the window, obviously missing all this. And he'll say, you know what? I think I have a good feeling. I think this is the beginning of a great partnership. I think we'll go far, the three of us together. And then he'll give another thumbs up out the window. <laughs> like Dirk, he'll just kind of like puts his hands up and kind of like waves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yep. And, and Lucky is just kind of like, hey, hey. <laughs> is that where right. we end it is yeah that a good ending? i think that's a good spot to end it for sure <laughs> so uh one of the things that i kind of wrote at the end is kind of just to co- talk about how it went you know is there is there something that we feel like we didn't do is there you know is are there more questions to be asked i mean we can just kind of quickly go by them or whatever is there well, something be- go ahead as I said, before we do that, even before we talk about like game stuff, mm-hmm. Jesse's Mr. Bones was fantastic because not only did he have the voice, but it was only like half of his head <laughs> the whole time in the fucking yeah. screen. Yeah, and exactly. I loved every Leaned minute of it. Microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I loved every second of Mr. Bones. 
Okay, go awesome. do we want now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. Oh, well, this, I think this is about what, but talking about what you know, what went wrong and what went right, and some of the fun stuff. Like that's that's basically what I kind of wrote about. I think the, the one end. thing maybe to highlight is that you don't know how much time's left. You're not supposed to know how much time's mm-hmm. left, right? Because right, you know, if you're saying like a spellcaster brings the skeleton up to talk to, you know, you don't you want to make sure people don't don't game that right how much time do i have left how many you know that kind of thing so maybe maybe say you know make sure the players don't know you know like you said set the alarm put the phone down something like that so you don't know Mm -hmm. i think that that would be the only thing because if you know then there's different plot points or you know you can go off in different ways if you kind of know what's it these key things yeah yeah exactly right right. so make it as in because to me, that felt like it was like an hour. I'm like, 20 minutes isn't that long, but we, it, it, right. when you're when you're going through it, it felt a lot longer than night. Would we say? Would we have 19 minutes? 19 minutes. It felt yeah. a lot minutes, longer yeah. than 19 minutes, and that yeah. towards the end, I'm like, okay, what what do I want to say? What do I want to do? How do we want to play this? Because <laughs> I don't know how much time's left. So I think yeah, that's yeah. cool to do that. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah and I, I wanted to keep it to at least have at least 10. So yeah. I was like, roll a D ten plus ten. Ten plus ten is good. Yeah. So it's well, like, you, I think at least you have a little bit of leeway. So we to did get nineteen that. minutes, right? And that's mm-hmm. pretty much. I think that's a. I think that's a good way to do it. I think if you do twenty minutes, I think that's. Not that that I think not that that's an upper limit, right? Because, the, this game is great because the four of us know each other, and we could have been doing this. Till the cows come home, right? <laughs> Two more hours. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But I I think. If you go longer than 20 minutes, then maybe you might be kind of pushing it because I think having that delineated, you have to get it in that time, adds a bit of pressure to it and adds mm-hmm. to the gameplay. You don't want to go too long. So I think that that 10 plus 10 actually works really good. You yeah. know, D10 plus 10, I think that's a good way to do yeah. it. Yeah. And, and plus there's some other things that we're talking about too before and after. It's like, you know, we did got to know everybody and we got to know the skeleton and yeah. then we decided, you know, the little things like, you know, what about the skeleton? What about our party? Like that still adds a quite a bit to it. Yeah. So instead of being 19 minutes, it's 19 plus. Well, right now oh, we've been gal- live for gal- an hour and 20 minutes. So like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. again, like you said, Kevin, like if it's us and we don't have a time limit, we could have been doing this for four hours. You know, that kind of thing. So well, I should say that the, the actual core of the gameplay, the talking to the skeleton, I think that's a good number. That ten plus ten mm-hmm. works out really yeah. good. So yeah, definitely. I was I was going to say that you know if if you know somebody in the group can't make it right, and so instead of canceling a whole session, you could do this you know reasonably in an hour, or yeah. you know if you dicked around like we do and you know set up all relationships and you know just had these you know. Uh, long walk through a dungeon or whatever it is, right? Like you could do this for two hours or whatever with your friends, but like you could reasonably do it in an hour and everybody feels like, ah, fuck, we didn't get to play tonight, right? Like you got to yeah. do, you know, some role playing stuff that, you know, no prep involved. There's no GM involved. It's what, two pages, I think, you know, yeah. one page. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, and it was, you know, if you, you know, you know, your group, then you know you're you're you know you've got a good experience. I'm like you know even when we started, Jesse had a whole plan. I guess maybe he thought we were going into a dungeon, and then it was like, oh, that's all at the window. They're going to a farmhouse. Fuck. <laughs> but I but think honestly, that- so that's so from from my from the my perspective, it was it was that. So I had, I mean, I didn't have like a whole plan, but I had like an idea. Mm. Um, 
and that definitely like once in it wasn't even so much like the farmhouse like even if we, when it was like farmhouse yeah sure i can still play with this like my i, I can still kind of shoehorn that idea in there when when kevin actually said that he found the bookshelf that's when i was like that whole idea is gone and now mm-hmm. like i'm I, there's another idea that i have and so that's that's when it everything was like nope never mind going over here yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right, i think like, um oh go ahead i was just gonna say it was like a yes and right so like his whole character concept was I, we're going to this place because there's books, right? Or presumably there's books. Right, yeah. So I'm like, oh, then there's probably books there, right? Otherwise, like, what's, but I guess there could have not been, right? And then it just went, oh, there's no books, but there's this dead guy. What the, the fuck is this all about? And I like, oh, yeah, my whole, yeah. So the, the, I was going to have Mr. Bones, uh, like, know where, like, books were. He was like <laughs> the, the, like, the waypoint of, like, Brar using him to get to the books yeah, type yeah. thing. So, and I think to, to Kurt's point and I, and uh, to, to John's point also. So if it's, you know, this is a quick hit, if you just want to do something to get, you know, some play, but to the point of, if you want to make this a whole session, right. We could have did all the other stuff outside of talking to Mr. Bones, right. That, that 19 minutes or D 10 plus 10 minutes, whatever, you know, we could have balked it out on either end before or after. So for players, if it is like John said, Oh, someone's missing, couldn't show up for the game. Let's just do this just to, you know, do something. You could stretch it out into like a full proper big, long thing built around just that core of the, the D 10 plus 10, because mm-hmm. we could have done more backstory leading up to it and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, even do a wash up afterwards, you know, that the results of, what that D10 plus 10 gave you. So I think it's good for either, you know, a really compact or you can stretch it out. And, and yeah. that's the, re- oh, that's what, yeah. yeah, I was, was going to say, say you, I, I see that you could, uh, you could even, uh, you know, playing the complete opposite of the stretching it out. You could have this be like a 20 to 30 minute thing yeah. where you literally are like, okay, well we have uh, three adventures, these Picking are your names. names. <laughs> what you're doing isn't necessarily important. You're in, and in, and then you like fast forward, roll like some dice. You're, you've got like you're in a dungeon. Yeah. You you yeah, like you you narrate what's happening in the first minute, and you're like your three adventures. You're in a dungeon. You come across a crypt. There's a skeleton. One of you's a necromancer. Cast the spell. Roll a d10. Let's hash out this time. This is what happens, and then like you literally from like beginning to end could be done in like 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you could do this as a con game like that, you know, set it up. Right. You know, party yeah. of three, you're like, you know, everything that Jesse just laid out, but you'd have to describe it in such a way that it is kind of improv and yes, Andy, and like, you know, sort of open and free form. Cause you could get, you know, someone to sit down at a table and be like, Oh, fuck, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know any of this, right? Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. And it's it could you could say anything, right? Like we're we're creatively creating a world, right? Like if it's not part of an existing group, or you know, if you're inserting this as a you know a vignette within your larger game structure, right? Like if you're doing D D or Numenera mm-hmm. or something, you're like, oh, this will be cool for this session. You know, we'll just drop out of you know whatever, and like you know maybe the GM plays a skeleton or whatever, right? Even though it's GM less, 
if you're dropping it into an existing campaign, right? Somebody's got to play a skeleton. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it, it, it might be dicey at a con, but if, again, if you had a good group of, you know, role players, then, you know, it could, it could be a fun experience for everybody. But I guess yeah. this also, you said like from the con standpoint, maybe if you're a new group that's wants to play something, you know, and you don't really know each other or there's someone who joins and is like, well, I'm a bit iffy on the, you know, I just like doing the dice thing because the dice tell me what to do and I don't have to think or, you know, role play as much. This might be even like a good exercise of you can do that, right? Because let's do this. You can think of stuff. You can be quick on your feet. You can come back with stuff and almost like a, not like a tool, but almost like a, to, to get someone more revved up to do that, right? Oh, I, I just like to roll dice and the dice tell me what to do. But this then gets you in the mindset of, no, make some stuff up on the fly, you know, different prompts to get them maybe more comfortable. As you said, for a con game, you're not going to set this up because people want to come do certain things. But this might be a con game where people are like, oh, shit, all the tables are full. Do you just want to sit down and have some fun doing something kind of thing, right? Because you don't need all that previous knowledge or previous knowledge of each other. It's just... You don't need, you know, you need one dice, sit down and let's just do this to, to spend some time playing something. Yeah. Well, yeah. so not to make it complicated, even though it's not, but, but so, but I, I only because I was thinking about like a con and like mate and like how that would, I could imagine uh, you don't have, you don't have a GM, you don't have, because it's, it's literally just a few people sitting around a table telling a story, right? So you you have you set up a little table, right? And you have four cards, like little index cards around it, and you face them down. And the four people sit down and they flip over the card, and that card tells them whether or not they're an adventurer or they're the skeleton. Skeleton. Right? And then uh you could have like a deck of cards in the middle of the table that has like a uh um uh like a random location so like you maybe have 10 cards right and you like you shuffle the deck and you flip over the top card and that's like that location is where you find the skeleton Hmm, and now and so like that's your game right there so four people sit down at a table they flip over cards one of them the skeleton you flip over another card that's your location you roll a d10 that's how much time you have to talk to the skeleton and go yeah, that's one of the things that it's funny that you said that, Jesse, because that's one of the things I was kind of thinking about, too. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> you can even have like if somebody's like, I, well, I don't know what a kind of character I have. You could have everybody write down a certain thing like barbarian or whatever, and then you shuffle them together and then throw them out. And then if somebody doesn't know, like, I don't know what my character would be, you could write down personality traits, you know, something to make it even a little more interactive another thing that i wrote on here on the game itself for alternate gameplay is Mm -hmm. for people that may be a little bit more into that kind of into the yes and and that kind of thing instead of being um and like everybody you know you still decide who's the adventurers and who's the skeleton but instead of each player describe themselves you describe somebody else so you'd be like, well, yeah. I think that you're this person and I think that this skeleton and then it's more of like an improv thing now where it's like, okay, well, now I know that this is what my character needs to be. So now I'm going to play them that way. Yeah. That kind of thing. So it, it gives you options and I like, I really love when you guys are keep talking about, okay, that you can play these in a small thing. You can play it in a bit like that's what I wanted. I wanted it to either, I wanted it to fit in multiple 
areas, not just mm-hmm. this is a game you just sit down and play for 20 minutes. This is a game you sit down and play for three hours. It's like it has that flexibility, and that's what I've yeah. always wanted, especially in the games that I'm going to be coming out with for this collection. So. Nice. Yeah. Not, not that I didn't think that you did a good job, because I obviously read through it, but like the 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 real open end. So like when we tried Fiasco, it was a fucking disaster. So I was it's like, because none I of don't... us knew how to play, and and the rules are not well, written well, and yeah. we thought it was a different game than what it actually is. And <laughs> but I, but like as open ended as that, I was like, oh, I don't know. How, I, like for me, right? I didn't know how well it was going to go. But we just, you know, and again, we've played games together forever now. So like, I guess that's that's part of it. But mm-hmm. like it it was super smooth. For me, being you know, con, you know, air quotes concerned about coming in, oh, I don't know, <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, right? Or how, like, wh- who is this character? Like, what's you know, what's happening? But we, but it, it fell right in, like, and it was, it was as if we had been playing these characters almost. You know what I mean? And I think the prompt, the prompts you put in, right? So you want to make this, you just say, it, you want to make it short. You don't want to have a. I think those prompts really good. So these prompts for the skeleton, for location, for the players, I think having a few of those there really help, right? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, like Jesse said, oh, I just picked it up now. I just looked through it. It, He looked at it for, what, a couple minutes? And he's like, boom, I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. You know, having those prompts in there also help you because you can read through those and say those are kind of good or twist it and do something else or this mm-hmm. is the mindset of what the game's supposed to be i think that that was that that's really good having those kind of prompts for the there. yeah even the even the preparedness of of us coming into this like i didn't know what to think i didn't know if if everyone would have like you know more of like a little uh quick character sheet written down it's not like character sheet but some stuff written down yeah where i think we very much did the minimalistic way it was like, this is my name. This is what I. This is what I am. What I look and like. Here yeah. we go. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I literally sat down like when I sent you guys the invite like 15 minutes before. I went fantasy name generator. <laughs> oh, I think I'm gonna play a dwarf. <laughs> like, it was like that. Or like you right. said, if if this was slotted into, you know, an ongoing ongoing campaign where you're just like, you know what, let's just have a session where you're. No, you go into a room and this is that, you know, you're trying to balk it out or it's just like, you know, you could build those characters and backstories and stretch it out to make it longer where it is like a full one shot kind of thing, not just a quick, let's sit down for, you know, half an hour during lunch and play this. You could stretch it out into a full session. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it, it, depending on if the people know, if the if the players know each other before, if they're new players, you know, that's the kind of stuff. It, it It's flexible enough to go either way with, not having to add anything to the document that's already there, right? It's all there. It's just, you know, your imagination, what you want to get out of it for that one time. Or it's like, oh, shit, we're playing. We were to do a full session, but you know what? I just got a call. I got to leave in a half an hour. Let's, yeah. let's just do this, you know, that real quick kind of thing just to get that in. Yeah, we, we could uh, easily so, drop uh, this in in the in the, the world of, of Word, right? Like I can, I can easily see <laughs> us playing that in that setting. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, the one thing I'll say, so, and it's not, nef- it's not even necessarily a critique, but more like a clarification thing. <laughs> um, now, as a lifetime GM, like I'm used to making NPCs and shit up on the fly. So like the situation changing and me being like, nope, never mind. That character's gone. This character is the new one. 
isn't any different from what I do all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if I weren't that type of person, I think that some more discussion, if you're going to lock, you know, even if it's like a soft lock, right? If you're going to do some like soft details on who the skeleton was and, you know, all that kind of stuff, probably a like even just like a minute or so or a couple of minutes worth the conversation between everybody of just like how to ensure that that idea actually does is able to play out or, mm. or it likes like lead into that, I think would be really good that way. You know, if I did have the character, like the idea concept of Mr. Bones, and then I was like, that's what I need to play. And I don't know anything else. And I worked on this for a half hour and like all of a sudden, like, uh kevin's like oh we're going to a farm and i'm like fuck what am i gonna do at a farm <laughs> like so i almost wonder then if i put in there instead of where you know i've got the thing like where did you find the skeleton maybe i put as an aside the skeleton decides where they're going to be found because then you have that, that back right yeah and you have that preparation to where now you don't have to do anything on the fly. Put that. To put that section of where the skeleton is located and all that kind of stuff, where you have the you know it was a dragon covered by snow, I think was stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Have that right, you know, right in the the the, the skeleton section. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. the one that chooses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'd I'd say is like the the primary. I think it would probably be a little more helpful for the like you said the skeleton to come up with that. I could see, you know, like I actually really like the way that we did it, where it was like a very much like kind of on the fly figuring out what we're doing and where we're going. So I could definitely see that as like an alternate an alternative style mm-hmm. of where like you have no details ahead of time and you're literally just like prompt, Shout prompt, prompt yeah. and, and like, OK, this is what we got now. Mm-hmm. So and like you're literally just like progressively figuring out like who the skeleton's going to be like in the first 10 minutes or so of gameplay as like everybody else is figuring out where they're going and what they're doing and why they're there and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I guess the breakdown would be, you know, running it where, you know, like you would like a normal game, you know, create some characters, give them some names or have it like a full improv. Yeah. Give me right, a location, yep. you know, shouting out from the audience. Give me a location. Give me a <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Doing it that way. Those are the I mean, two. Yeah. Like, going completely cold and just you know that adventure says one thing then the other one plays off of that you know that kind of thing so that yeah. might be the, the different ways to break it down you know yeah. rpg people who want to create a character and give it a name and all that kind of stuff or it's just no which whatever the first thing that comes to your head is the way we're playing it so yeah because i mean honestly i could see um i could see this being very interesting for people like todd who are very like listener, uh, like listening adept people. I could see him playing the skeleton and just like letting the three other people talk. And he's just like writing down ideas of like, this is where they want to go. This is what they want to do. This is what. Mm -hmm. And so like, and then like coming up as you three, as everybody is talking, coming up with the idea of who the skeleton is and what they are and all this kind of stuff. Like, uh, so I think that would be like a really cool improv, like, you know, role play challenge 
So you could, I could definitely see it being played both ways, if it, whether or not you like just want to do it all on the fly or if you want to go in with a an idea of who the skeleton is ahead of time. Yeah. Well, like Kevin was saying with the questions, you could even, and you were talking about note cards earlier, so like, you don't know, not to fiasco, you could, you know, have, you know, the generic questions for the adventurers, like what do you look like, who are you, whatever, and just have them write it down on a note card, right? So it doesn't have to, it's not a huge backstory, whatever. It's like, I'm a dwarven fighter, this is my name. Um, you know, he's kind of dumb, you know, whatever, and just jot mm-hmm. down a couple of things that are being prompted by the questions. So you just give you a feel for, you know, what the character, right. and you can just look at it, right? And it's only just a little, a little thing, right? Right, yeah. Or, or like the tent, right? So the name is on the front, and then your little, you know, couple of word description is on the back. So you just, it's there yeah. to reference. You could see it. Definitely. But it went super good. I mean, I think so. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I liked it. Thank yeah. you for playing. Yeah, I really wanted sense. one Thanks of you me. to open up the book. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought we were going to get into a Deagle Smeagle situation where it was like the cuff. And then I put the cuff on and then jumped up on Lucky's back and started choking him. <laughs> That's what I thought. Because you had mentioned that he had like the copper cuffs and all the other yeah, stuff. I forgot so I about like, that. Oh, yeah, that was the past character. Uh, yeah. Don't yeah, worry. Well, hey, you know what? If we want to play this again at some point, <laughs> uh, I'll play Mr. Bones again and I'll do man, that other character thing? would have been a blast. <laughs> <laughs> we play the same character. Hey, how do we wind up at this fucking place again? There's another dead guy. Shit. <laughs> All he does is take us to find dead guys. <laughs> dead people taking up dead people. If this is another book, I will shoot my own self. (laughs) Is he trying to send us a message? (laughs) Yes. I don't like reading. Don't try to make me change. I don't like it. Education is fundamental. Mm, Yes, that's right. The more you know. Both of your families hired me to be your tutor, so we're just going (laughs) (laughs) out. Oh, that's the see that's the secret plot. Is that Durkiel and Lucky think that they've been hired by Brar to be his bodyguards, but in actuality, Brar has been hired by Durkiel and Lucky's families to be a tutor, but they can't know that they're being tutored. Because then they won't want to do it. Because then they won't want to do it. Yep. Long suffering tutor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. Uh is that are we wrapped? Are we? Is that it? I th- I think we I think we've hit everything we can. I think we have beat this horse to death. We have, yeah. and I loved every minute of it. Yes, we beat this fun. donkey to death. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I right, beat right. me to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thank you for for suggesting this. It was uh, it was definitely fun to run through. We haven't seen Kevin in forever, so it was mm-hmm. nice to to Good see to you back. again. Um. You can check out the MFG cast. There's a link in the show notes. Kurt also has a itch.io page for MFG cast entertainment where presumably this will be up soon. So you can download this for free. You can also I'll find ha- I'll probably have it done by, by the end of the week. Actually, I don't have very much to add. So hopefully soon. Woo. Nice. Um, we no longer have coffee for sale, I guess. Um, but we do have a Patreon if you want to throw some money that way. Ratings and reviews on iTunes or whatever your podcatcher of choice is. Super helpful. You know the drill. 
Thanks for checking us out. We hope that you enjoyed this one as well and that you'll check it out when Kurt gets it posted. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.